0: Part because twenty twenty five has been giving us a little of Baskus already. Between Nigeria doing rubbish, of course, Afcon, um, Naira, depending on your perspective. But of course, if you're in Canada too, I, I you know, I reach a struggle. Inflation numbers are doing wonders. Let's just put it that way. And of course, on the US side, elections are coming. So at least in the three countries that I particularly look out for, there's just one headache or the other. But of course, we can't always just look at troubles and problems. Sometimes we look for inspirations and dreams and things that and give us almost like some inspiration for the future. And so today, one of the things I wanted to do for 2024 was start bringing other people on, to share some of their stories, share some of how they got here and some of the things they're looking forward to. And so today I have my first version of that. How are you doing, my man? I'm good.
1: (laughs) Great to finally come on the podcast. I know you've spoken about it before and I'm excited and uh, it's good to be here. Awesome, awesome. Great
0: having you. So I know, of course, you're based out of Atlanta now, but of course you have a fun story. I know there's, you know, some really exciting pieces to, to share and unpack. Well, I guess we'll just start from the beginning. Tell me about like family, um, how you grew up, where you were raised and this, that kind of stuff. And then we'll get into maybe more of the dream side of coming to America.
1: Great. So I would say firstly, I was born and raised in Benin, adult state Nigeria. Uh, Nursery school, primary school, high school. Uh, I schooled four hours away from home in Benin. I was I went to a boarding school actually. So I'm the last of my both parents. And um I would say growing up in the nineties was very interesting. Nigeria was fun, beautiful, you have beautiful garden, play around with your cousins. And fun fact <laughs> my mom and her sister and a cousin, they were all having kids at the same time. Wild. So mm-hmm. we literally have each age bracket within me and my cousin so my own set I have a cousin who I was born in April he was born in September so we're very close Mm -hmm. so both our nuclear and extended family were very very close and then I would say my mom is from a street not the back of the street my dad is also from the other side of the street so you could see the relationship yeah and my mom is half Benin half Delta Abo from Agbo, and why my dad is for Benin. And then growing up was beautiful. Normal Nigerian family. You know, the do's and don'ts, the usual, usual all about going to school, get good grades, get work, and get into the university. So at first I went to a polytechnic Mm -hmm. in Delta State. Which was fun, actually. My mom do drive down mm. every month to come see me because I was sixteen as at that time. Mm. So graduated from there. I do have a godfather who monitors my educational career right from time, right from when I was a child. And it was like, oh, you're done with your your national diploma, so go work for one of my friends in one of the companies in Benin City. I it, was where I got first experience in terms of career working in amazing organization and all that, and that was where I even met my mentor mm-hmm. who was who became my adopted dad. I actually adopted him as a father nice. <laughs> when my dad died in 20, yeah. even before my dad died, where we had that relationship because yeah. at that time it was 2000 and um, 2009, and my dad died in 2011. Uh, then, yeah. And then I proceeded to Benson that was her university where I got mm-hmm. my bachelor's degree in business administration nice. and then served in Abuja <laughs> and kickstart <laughs> yeah. kick life. I worked a little bit in Lagos mm-hmm. with Lagos State Government and then worked with another Gas company and life was great. Life was very beautiful, interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what next for me? So that's where the
0: coming abroad thing
1: started? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me go do my master's in the UK. Great. a so then I was dating somebody mm-hmm. and she was doing a master's in the so UK. So I, I was like, them. okay, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> have that small <laughs> idea, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. I know that as the timeline was 28, uh, 2017 actually. Something. Okay. That was where the plan started. I reached out to an agent, amazing agency, they put me through, got the admission, and Mm -hmm. then I told my mentor, I'm going to the UK for my master's. Mm -hmm. He was like, okay. He wasn't really keen about UK because he didn't really like the UK, just like there for holiday, but not to go do school and all that. So during that period he was coming to the States for a conference. I was like, oh. My brothers live here. I'll introduce you to them. So you meet them. So he met my brothers mm-hmm. and they had a conversation. I don't know what they told themselves. Yeah. And he came back and he was like, that UK plan would not work. And I don't understand why you want to go to the UK when you have brothers in America. And I was like, oh, I really like the UK. I know that. <laughs> you like the UK or you like what <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, well, if you insist on that, mm-hmm. count me out. You yeah. know, the typical Nigerian father. Yeah. They were like, Okay, it's your luck, but I'm not gonna support it support either, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I thought about it. I was like, ah, okay, well, let me scrap up that plan. Mm-hmm. Let's may focus on America. I got another agent to put me through. I applied and I got admit I got admission for East Tennessee State University. Amazing, amazing school. They support international students. They give you great scholarship. Yeah. Even before I came. They already gave me like it's five percent of the of the school fees of the school fees wow. on scholarship and all mm-hmm. that, and then it was exciting. I told my friends because I didn't want the idea of you just waking up on money and you're out of the country. So, I told my friends every step of the way what I did and all that. So I even had three send off within Abuja, <laughs> Lagos, and Benin because that was where I lived. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. My mentor caught me one evening. I was like, wait, got me, he got my, my ticket already. He already rented a place here because his son was coming to school too. And then he offered me $20,000. So I was coming to school like, like all everything set and stone. I was in like, okay, money was the problem a lot. So getting to the States, it was winter actually, mm. December. I will never forget December 13th. I remember landing at, uh, at the Jackson Airport, Atlanta, Atlanta. yeah. For the yeah. first time. I was like, wow, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I made it. And everywhere was cold. It was mm-hmm. in the winter. I was like, wow, my brothers was they were at the lounge waiting for right. us and everything. So so just quickly here, so the, the whole goal of coming was just for education or is it what, what yes. was your plan? Okay. So the plan was, the plan from Nigeria was come here, get your master's. My mentor insisted on PhD. I was like, mm-hmm. fantastic idea. Get your master's, get your PhD, then go back home yeah. and start career and family. Great. So landed in America, mm-hmm. December, did Christmas. January, my brother drove me to school because mm-hmm. Johnson City, the yeah, Eastern States, was four hours drive from Atlanta. Yeah. And my cousin was... That's his school doing his master's degree. So I was living with him. Nice. And so I wasn't paying rent wow. or paying yep. any bills at all. <laughs> and since that's a good... thing, I'm telling you, you got some money,
0: just, scholarship, yeah. free rent. Nice.
1: So I lived with him. He added almost 40 pounds from me cooking for him. <laughs> because that was my contribution. School mm-hmm. was fantastic. I remember the first three weeks, it yeah. mm-hmm. I was brutal. I was like, what am I doing here? Mm. First of all, I was in understanding the professors yeah. in terms of language. Of course, they were speaking English, but with the accents. That is different. And then mm. I was studying brand and media strategy. So a media case studies, uh, advertising class, the case, the adverts. It was mostly American stories and American adverts. So, But what, one good initiative I picked was taking notes mm-hmm. when I get home, go on YouTube, Google, do research, mm-hmm. search, watch this ad, and then I was able to catch up. Mm -hmm. That was the first three weeks was just the only time I had problems. Going forward, beautiful, excellent, made friends. School was fantastic. It was a different environment, different approach, Mm -hmm. different from the way Nigerians (laughs) started And then made friendship. And life was good, Yeah, to be honest.
0: I mean, it sounds to me like, of course, because there was community around you, right? Like people had already given you support to come. So it was already like- It was soft soft, landing. landing, So I
1: didn't have to think of- we had to rent house, all those mm-hmm. things. I was living yeah. with my cousin. I wasn't paying any bills at all. My own mm-hmm. duty, my own contribution in that was keep it clean, mm-hmm. cook, I cook a lot. That's yeah. the, one way I <laughs> tend to distress. So, mm-hmm. I could make you three, three cost me for breakfast, food spread, the yeah. fridge was always full with food. Wow. And it was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the yeah. version of America you got is fantastic. Yeah, okay, so, I was just I was enjoying, I was exploring America. And uh, I remember that summer, I traveled after my, yeah, that summer I went, I traveled, I went to you're saying, In my first year in America, I was almost 11 states already. Wow, your first year. Okay. So, so you are, you are moving.
0: <laughs> You're on the move. Okay.
1: Okay. I mean, okay,
0: that's good. So at what age did you come to America now? So that's like what, 20 something, 25, 28? No, I came at 28.
1: 28. Okay. So I was already old. Yeah. So you already say. had a
0: general sense of what you wanted, what you were yes. looking for. Okay. So good. I was
1: already full blown mature at 28 or I was already working. And from my first degree to coming to do my master's was 2012 mm-hmm. and I didn't get to America until 2018. Mm-hmm. So You already have a general sense of what you're going to do. Okay.
0: So, so of course now you finished the master's and of course you did mention you wanted to do the PhD. So what happened with the PhD and you were like, why didn't you do it anymore? So
1: I went home that year, 2019, my sister's wedding. Then I spent Christmas with them for the new years. I went to London to go chill with my cousin. Mm -hmm. And then I went on a solo travel to Europe. I went to five countries in, Mm -hmm. that was 2020 January. And I had a deep, Thoughts, mm-hmm. how I and I was turning 30 that same 2020 so it was for me to think about my life think about what I want to do next mm-hmm. and what I want to do in my 30s and I told about I want to get married I want to start a family mm-hmm. and then life in general like PhD and all that was still also in the back burner but what prompts me to stay back was my brothers. Mm. As at that time, they got married. They were all wanting, uh, starting to have kids and they were like, you have to stay back. You have to move to Atlanta to come live with us to help us raise our children. And I was like, okay. So I thought about it Why I was on, it was something they mentioned during the holiday before I left. So I thought about it and then when I came back, COVID happened. Mm. So remember, that we were locked in in the, house for like 90 days house party was an app was an escape Mm -hmm. app where i met people Mm -hmm. and then i built friendship too and sometime towards may Mm if a friend of mine no sometime around april a friend of mine reached out to me i was like Galad, you've been single for too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I see. So your friends are trying to do the needle for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> it was like you've been single for too long. It's COVID, you need to partner up and something. I was like, okay, so it was like, oh, there's this new app. I was like, what app? It was like Inch. I was like, ah, app is not for me. I've tried other apps. Tav, <laughs> people official, maybe Bumble. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-mm. It's not for app you. does not work. He was like, no. A week after he called me again, I was like, have you signed up for that app? I was like, <laughs> no. It was like today. I'm going to sign you up on the app. Download that app right now. You're on, we're on video call.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I downloaded the app. And then he picked the pictures, did my profile from Instagram and everything. I was like, great. So I started swiping, chatting with people and all that <laughs> and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I met, because of the place I live in, Johnson City, you know, Johnson City is student town, quite white.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I met this girl, white, a white girl who, great conversation and everything and said, and then it got to a part is this pg okay. so we were chatting one day and she was like wow you live an hour 30 minutes from me if i want to pull up on your date on your d how would i do that i was like i'm not sure if this relationship is gonna work i was like okay no problem too far okay yeah too far and then the people I met on house party, on house party we mm-hmm. planned a vacation to Miami. Miami was the first state to relax their restrictions. Right, yeah. And then I've, I came to Atlanta. I joined a couple of my friends, one of my childhood friends I know from Nigeria. She was on the app too. So we met two other girls, four of us. Did a road trip at wow. night. We left Atlanta at about 12. By 11 p.m. there about, and we got to Miami in the morning. A wow. couple of people flew in from New York, California, mm-hmm. even from Canada. Wow. It was great. It was a beautiful weekend, amazing weekend. I was chilling that Saturday at the pool, and then I got a notification. I was, that was where I got the notification from the app. I was like, oh, wow, I really have this app. Let me even Let see me what's happen happening app. in Miami. Mm-hmm. And then remember when I got into Atlanta, I changed my location. Okay, on the app. On the app. So it was still Atlanta, even though I was in okay. Miami. Oh, yeah, in Miami. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I saw this beautiful lady, liked mm. my pictures, and I looked through her profile, and then I saw a picture that caught my attention. She was wearing check uniform. Mm. Those are the uniforms you we wear. used to wear a house in Nigeria. I was like, ah, who wears this, and take picture and post on. But it was later I found out that it was for Halloween. It was an Halloween costume. So it was great. So I didn't really looked at it much, because Monday morning we came back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I was tired that evening. I chatted her up. We chatted a bit, and then we bid ourselves good night. And then the next morning I woke up 7 a.m. As I woke up after prayers, I started chatting with this beautiful <laughs> lady. We chatted from 7 a.m. on the Tuesday to 3 a.m. on the Wednesday. Yes.
0: Man, you were talking stage with something else.
1: <laughs> That's it, was, a, it, it, was, something it was a else. very yeah. sweet, beautiful conversation. Mm-hmm. And then we met a couple of weeks later at Web Park. Mm-hmm. She drove down an hour, something minutes. <gasps> yes. We met. It was
0: some would say intentional, but <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then because I was very intentional who I wanted to be with next, mm-hmm. so I got I got the ick you know, mm. get that gut feeling. And I asked her out that day and she was like, I'm going to think about mm. it. I was like, okay. And then I told her I was leaving next week for back to Tennessee for school and all that. And I was like, oh, well, I could come pick you up and drop you off at your friend's place. I was like, that caught my attention. I was like, wow. Okay. And then really she drove down mm. on our way to my friend's house on 285. I asked her, have you talked about, you be my girlfriend, and she was like, Yes. And we kissed on <laughs> It it's also beautiful, which was June 12th. Wow, yes, anniversary, so we yeah. met in May 30th, mm-hmm. that was when we started chatting. And June 12th, she agreed to be my first my girlfriend. And then I remember getting to my friend's house, and she was like, Yeah, remember the rule of Inch? Because mm-hmm. the goal of Inch is for you to meet the love of your life on Inch and delete the app, and right. When we got to my friend's house, she was mm-hmm. about driving back home and yep. she was like, oh, let's delete the app and we deleted it right there together.
0: Yeah. So cute.
1: And <laughs> I introduced that to my friend mm-hmm. that we she dropped me off. I was like, me and my girlfriend, my friend was like, huh? I was like, yeah.
0: You have a girlfriend now. Wow. Yeah, so. Wow, wow, wow.
1: In July. By the way, this, this
0: episode is not sponsored by
1: him. <laughs> but wow. Please continue. Yeah. Uh-huh. So July... She was like, "Oh, let me come spend Fourth of July with you." She drove down four hours from Atlanta to Tennessee. Amazing! That caught my attention again. I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. that's Without very thoughtful." Serious, yeah, yeah. I know she came great, and then for her birthday, I was like, "Oh, she should come spend the birthday with me in Tennessee." She also drove down too, which was beautiful, fantastic. I was excited. It was great. The relationship was, it was great, going. Well. Was going well communication. And then I got my car because I wasn't Mm. driving. Mm. I didn't even know. I learned how to drive a few months before I came to America. Mm. Yes. At 28, I know (laughs) later. I started driving late. better late than never. It's okay. Yes. (laughs) So I started driving Mm -hmm. that summer. I remember I was driving and then I told my friend because she has come twice to visit me. And I told my friend, I want to drive to Atlanta to go visit my girlfriend. And my friend gave me the map and was like, there's a straight road actually you mm-hmm. take from Tennessee that will take you straight. You don't need to go into any curve. Just a straight road down to Atlanta is when you get to Atlanta, you navigate. I was like, no problem. That's how like I got on the highway. I drove down to Atlanta. I remember pulling up my brother's driveway and my brother was like, huh? So you could drive what? all the way from Tennessee <laughs> to Atlanta all because of woman. I mean You are in love with this woman. Yeah. And to be honest, I knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so mean it was great, met. it was going fantastically well. By December, I already knew mm, this is the one was, yeah, okay. I already knew this is the love of my life. Mm-hmm. And as at that time, I was planning rounding up with school, mm-hmm. graduating. Because of COVID, we didn't do our graduation. We had to do it in virtual. And then I moved to Atlanta oh. to come live. With, because I remember my brother, they the talk me, oh, you come live with us. You're not going to pay that any bills, blah, blah, mm. blah. I was like, oh, great. And then I was dating I wanna, um, a lady in Atlanta. So it's, it made it sense, made sense yeah. to, I moved down, did my graduation party while I was also still looking for a job. Then into 2021, Life was great, started looking for a job, great mm-hmm. job. And then May of that year, I took her on vacation. She didn't have one clue where we were going to until we got to the airport. So you just I, told her to show up at the airport? I just told her show up at the airport. Even if <laughs> we to pack everything, I organized it. Yes, my the dude. outfit for the entire weekend. Oh every everything <laughs> t- shoes, everything. I'll g i got another beautiful thing I did was I got a designer in Nigeria to design an entire weekend outfit for her. I am dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I've no married, I think. It's and, a couple, clear why. <laughs> and a couple of months back, I uh-huh. uh, we were at the mall one day because I was like, come, let me see your hand. I know which ring size I will put. Who knows? I will marry yourself. Mm-hmm. It, that's how I thing. got her. Well, you already knew. Yeah. I already knew. That's how I got her size. And then one day we were like, what kind of ring do you like? You if they went to even engage you. She told me the design and all that. I went to one website. I designed it, twe- tweak it a bit, shipped it. And then we went on vacation. I remember we got to Oregon. Oregon, okay. And she was like, are we coming to Oregon? I was like, nah, there's another place. That was where I gave her the connecting ticket. Oh. <laughs> and she so you know it you
0: Confused to first confuse nice. bit. Okay, nice. And I we landed,
1: another beautiful thing, we landed in Sacramento. And then we took a car. She was like, where are we going to? I was hmm. like, oh, we're driving an hour to Napa. We're wow. Napa Valley, beautiful. You know, yeah. the wine town. The wine and area, yeah. It was beautiful. It was great. It was the third night. I knelt down and asked her to marry me, and she said yes, and we came mm. back. As they say, the rest was history. Wonderful. I'm married now.
0: Congratulations, man.
1: I, uh, <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so now these are the stories
0: I started from. Just go and do your master's, go and do PhD. So now where you have done master's and then they've convinced you and, to
1: stay. Yeah, and the PhD story was, mm. I actually applied to the school, not University of North Carolina. I spoke to the professor, spoke to the department. I wanted to go do PhD in communication. And then I never submitted mm. the application. Wow. Yes, because I thought about it. I was like, PhD is going to take five years of my life. And in my, I was in my 30s already. And I had a plan for my 30s. And PhD them, huh? was yeah. not one of those plans. And yes. So, okay. every- so, so,
0: I mean, the good thing, of course, even from this story, of course, you are, you've got community around you. People are helping you build this, this dream that you're starting to put together. And of course, now you've met this woman, you've proposed to her, and I believe you got married. Yeah,
1: we got married last year.
0: Congratulations, yeah. once again. And uh, of course, now, you know, I, I know you also used to talk about, for example, you want children as well. So yes. that's kind of the next phase on this one now. Next phase. Uh, I'm curious, do you, do you think you're going to go back to Nigeria at any point? Or does Nigeria factor into any of these parts of what you're thinking about anymore?
1: Okay, great. So I do have a business, me and my business partner. We own pharmacies. In Nigeria? In Nigeria, we do wholesale and retail. We have a retail pharmacy, we have a wholesale pharmacy. We're looking to expand, but Mm -hmm. we need resources, we need investment for Mm -hmm. us to expand because our goal is for us to have chains of pharmacies across the country. Okay. Yes. So even though I live in America, let's say this is my second home, Mm -hmm. Nigeria is also always and will be in my heart Mm -hmm. because I have business there. I have family there. Mm-hmm. I love Nigeria, mm-hmm. so a time will come. Me to be back and forth mm-hmm. for
0: us. Okay, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. So that's that's now kind of the thing. But at least now you've incorporated. America. So- America into the picture, picture yes. Yeah. So now, and of course, there's also one other thing I just want to share for those who are not going to be able to see it. I know on your wedding band, you also have like the diamonds that also signify like the children you're going to have, your wife and all that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: so the way my, my ring was designed was I have the three diamonds on top of my ring, signifies mm-hmm. three kids I'm going to have. I'm on the right, my wife is on the, the diamond on the right represents me, the diamond on the left represents my wife. You see, romantic.
0: Okay, all right. So we've got that now, and of course we're working on. So I'm curious. First of all, any advice for people who are considering moving? You know, uprooting. Um, you know, new countries are hard. Those kind of things. I'm curious from your perspective.
1: From you- my perspective, I would say look for schools. I will always recommend my school, East Tennessee State, Johnson City, Tennessee. Great scholarship. Mm-hmm. They help international students a lot mm-hmm. in terms of scholarship. I know a lot of Nigerians don't really have resources, but they are looking to move to America for school. I will always recommend East Tennessee State because of the financial support, the mm-hmm. graduate assistantship, and then the career fair too, it's great. And also the city is not expensive. Johnson City is not expensive. It's a small town, student town. You can mm-hmm. grow from there. You could build yourself there. Yeah. And then I know people get scared, mm-hmm. moving, leaving families behind, coming to a new country, trying to make friendship, build community. Of course, there are a lot of those obstacles, but one thing you should tell yourself that you have a goal. Mm-hmm. Of course, there'll be problems along the way. Yeah. As I always say, we plan, God listens, mm-hmm. and then it tweaks our plan. Yeah, Because, yeah. I never thought in my wildest dream that I will find the mm. love of my life. I will yeah. have to be here. So, you know, sometimes you just say, oh, I'll go back home. Yeah. Mm. Don't be scared. Of course, it's scary. Like you're moving, you're putting your life, mm-hmm. the home you've known all your life, and then you're starting up in a new country. Of course, there will be yeah. difficulties. Yeah, But just continue to be patient, persevere, and stick to your goal and your plan, and everything will be great. Sounds good.
0: I want to thank you so much for joining on this episode. Um, I know it's, it's been really helpful, the PornSuit community, you know, being adaptable, being open-minded, um, learning on the fly and adapting on the fly as well. So I know that's a great story over here. Yeah. To my listeners who have been listening to this episode, I want to thank you guys as well for listening. Of course, I'm um, throwing open an invite if you want to be on here and you want to share your story. Certainly feel free, to reach out to me. i more than happy to share. And the goal, of course, is to build a community of people who want to share and have like difficulties, challenges and also, you know, some heartwarming stories like my friend here especially those who are romantic. I'm <laughs> certainly taking notes because, you know, yeah, <laughs> my mother is certainly doing the needful. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, so. And I will also say one yeah, more thing. Yeah. Um, if you're thinking about <clears throat> moving to America, put that plan in the works. Mm-hmm. Don't be, make, do research, do enough research, try to gather resources and look for schools who are willing to give you good Scholarship. As I always tell people, I never paid for my masters. My masters was free mm-hmm. because I remember I was paying fourteen hundred a semester. Mm-hmm. well as a graduate assistant, they were paying me ten fifty mm-hmm. every month. So wow. in two months, I already you made, made my money back. yeah my money back. And then okay. because the town was inexpensive, housing was as a den as a. The time, Then yeah. I was paying 600 I was wow. living in, well, like, one of the most expensive neighborhood after then. Because mm-hmm. even some of my friends were paying $300, $400 a month for mm-hmm. rent. But keep pushing, plan. Mm-hmm. And as they say, the, what is your answer? For,
0: sure. for sure. All right, guys. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.